This is the M6P with your host, Andy Kirby. And Jared Mayo. <laughs> how are you i am great man how are you doing i'm doing good i'm just so happy to be talking to you <laughs> well i'm happy to be talking to you too <laughs> my, my emotions are bubbling over oh andy you're making me blush uh, you, <laughs> well i don't know what to tell you oh uh, it, it's also 80 degrees in october so it could be why I'm kind of hot, too. <laughs> oh, okay. You're blushing because of that. Yeah, I know. I talked to the guy who's delivering all our uh, materials here at work yesterday. Nope, today. I was wrong. And uh, I was like, hey, man, you enjoying this cooler weather? And he's like, am I? And I was like, that was, I mean, that was sarcastic. Like, <laughs> I, this, it is, it is currently 87 degrees out here. Are you? <laughs> and he was like, man, it's great. So the poor guy, I mean, he's got to lift all these boxes and everything. But usually it's 95, so. He gets a uh-huh. little eight-degree break. I say it almost every other episode, but bring on global warming. <laughs> I just, I love climate change. If it's true, this is great. I just read a headline that was like, we're going into an ice age because of the sun. So we got to ramp up this global warming thing, man. <laughs> well, I, I'm doing my part. <laughs> I'm trying to breathe heavier all the time. Oh, I'm driving <sighs> everywhere. I only fly private. <laughs> right. Like Leonardo DiCaprio and John Kerry. I'm like, do you know who I am? This I'm Jared from the M6P. <laughs> Where's my jet? <laughs> Excuse me, I need my own 737. <laughs> and they usually oblige. But... Oh, I mean, obviously, yes. So what's going on with you, man? Oh, I just uh, just finished up Survivor. <laughs> the show. The show. God, you were yeah. on you were on there? No, just watching it. I mean, <laughs> oh, the casual viewer. I, d- I applied, but I've not been called. So Yet. Maybe Yet. one day. Right, yeah. So this one, I've now you're going to be impressed by my knowledge here. It It is the Generation X versus the Generation Y. Is that correct? Yes, not the comic book Generation X, but right. yes. Right. So so you're rooting for whom? Um. Well, you know, I, I Googled it, and I found out I'm actually a millennial. I knew that. You graduated past 2000 well yeah but i i guess i don't feel like i'm more of a generation x mindset you know Ah, not a millennial you and your latch key and your bootstraps yeah like you know walking to school and stuff and snow and uphill and all that right right yeah so yeah it's but it's definitely you know it's a really interesting social experiment of you know work ethics and thought processes and all that stuff so all that to say that you are rooting for your millennium or no no i'm rooting for the old people i'm sorry generation not millennium (laughs) my bad (laughs) the older people got it yeah yeah Yeah. they like they know zz top and stuff and these kids don't know anything but their their ipads and their iphones and their i i i yeah you know it makes me wonder why you don't have an i device uh who you you how you know well every time i text you it's green and not blue wait 
That's what those colors mean? <laughs> For real? Yeah. Yes. So, so what color do I come up as? Green. Because I don't have an iPad. Well, I, or think, an iDevice. I think what it is, is it's different. Like, to get into this, it's different technology. If you're using SMS technology, then it's going to come across as green. But if it's blue, then you're using iMessage. What? Oh, my goodness. We need to just stop the podcast now because I've just learned so much right now. <laughs> okay. Wow. Look, uh, we are sponsored by Discount Comic Book Service, dcbservice.com. Go there and order, pre-order all your floppies. Go there. It's 40% off. You know, they, they encourage us not to say 40% off because they're like, look, not every single book is 40% off. But that's because they carry Image and Valiant and DC, and Vertigo, all your Marvel books are 40% off. Let's not beat around the bush about this. No. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm taking a stand. Yeah, and they just, uh, like, the today, the new Uncanny, not the new, but the reprinted Uncanny X-Men number two omnibus came out. And what does DCB do? They've got huge savings on it. It was like, uh, I don't know, I think it was like 60 bucks, maybe 65 and it retails for 125 Holy cow. Great. Great quotes. Uh, we're also sponsored by Community Retail Partnership. You can look them up at crpsavings.com as well as michaelwebsolutions.com. And you can email us at the M. No, I'm wrong again. M6PLLC at gmail.com. You can follow us at Twitter, the M6P. And uh, I mean, what else we got? We got Facebook, right? Yep, we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash the M6P. We're on Instagram and YouTube under the M6P. And we also have a website, theM6P.com. Oh, that's we also easy. have a sister site, which is kind of us anyways, but themarvelousbox.com, where if you sign up for $25, you get over $100 worth of Marvel graphic novels shipped to you every quarter of the year. I the was... I was talking to somebody about this today, and they were like, $100 worth? I was like, oh, yeah. Yes. Why would you not do this? Like, whenever I talk to you and you're like, hey, I'm at a convention. Are there any any books that you want? I'm always like, yeah, here are the trades I need. Well, actually, I kind of beat around the bush. Right? I, but you understand what I'm saying. I, I say, why would I want floppies? I have bookshelves. So I need, <laughs> I need these trades. And you're always out there. Well, this is a great way. Any trade, I tell you, I'm like, hey, if you see a trade for under four bucks, if you see a trade for under seven bucks in this series, grab it for me. I don't even care. I need that. And so that's what this is. If you like Marvel trades, hardcovers, essentials, that's what this is. $25, yeah, over $100 worth of books. Yeah, Comic Book Hangover just did a huge article on us today. And we posted that on our Facebook. So if you don't believe us, check them out. They, uh, they also link to an unboxing as well that kind of shows you exactly what it comes in. We don't spend a lot of money on the box itself. We'd rather put the money into the better books and more books for you. So you get a plain white box with our logo on it, but you get great stuff inside. Well, that's fantastic. Anything and else? If you wanna, yeah, if you want to connect with us, we'd love to have you. Um, give us a call and leave us a message at 616-755-TINA. We'll play your message on the air, ask a question, leave a comment. Uh, we love interacting with the fans, so feel free to do that. Okay, all right. What are we going to be discussing tonight? 
uh, a little show from Netflix and Marvel called Luke Cage. I have to tell you, I was so excited about this show, and I didn't even realize how excited I was about it. Uh, I was like, oh, it's 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 available. Jackie, do you, would you care to watch this? And she was like, you've been talking about this show for months. So, yes, of course <laughs> we are going to watch it. And I'm like, I have? She's like, yes. <laughs> like, I will find myself repeat. Like, as we're sitting there watching, I'll find myself repeating lines that he says. He'll, he'll, he'll really? say, yes, it's sad. He'll say, sweet Christmas. I'll be like, sweet. Christmas. And she'll look at me. And I'll be like, "Oh, uh, did I say?" That? It's so I feel like such a little kid, dude. I am really, really liking this show. Oh, good, good. And she's watching it with you. Yeah, she is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. tell me what. Like, just dive into it. You're super. You were super excited for it. Um, it's Wednesday now. How many episodes are you in? Okay, I think I'm nine episodes in. Okay. Uh, we left off on a cliffhanger, okay? I don't know if this is... Are we going to be doing some spoilers here as far as I've yeah. watched? Okay. It's going to be hard not to. So spoilers from here on out, y'all. Okay. So he's gotten shot, which I know everybody first thinks, like, how can this man be shot? He's got unbreakable skin. And uh, so he's in the acid bath in the doctor's house, and they're trying to dissolve the shrapnel, I think, from the bullet. And so... All of a sudden, you see him flatline and then credits. So, I mean, it's like... And his fist goes up. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. To say, let me out. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. And I think the reason why I was so excited about this show is that, like, I keep telling Jackie, I'm like, you know, he was in Bendis' comic. He was from the 70s, but they brought him back. And he he led the Avengers for a while. He led the new Avengers. He you know like I just he's kind of a normal guy. You kind of see the rage. He wants to just defend his his streets. He doesn't want to necessarily get involved. And I'm like, oh yeah, he eventually marries Jessica Jones. They have a baby. Uh, so I'm telling her all these things and everything. Um, but the thing about this show, like after starting to watch it, he isn't even the highlight of this show. There. There are so many talented actors. <laughs> it is amazing. He's probably one of the weakest actors on the show. Wow, Andy. Don't you think so? I mean, I like his character quite a bit. Well, his character's good, but I think the actor, I mean, he's he, he doesn't have that like rough edge type of thing. Um, he's very stoic in his presence. Yes, that's true. That's true. But, dude, the guy who plays Cottonmouth... The guy who plays Shades and the the girl that plays Misty Knight, holy cow, <laughs> they are fantastic. And then Scarf, like who is a Misty Knight's um, partner, yeah, he's awesome too. I mean, well, I really like Mariah Dillard. Who? Which one? Oh, the 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 cousin. Yeah, the council yeah, black Mariah. Yes. Yeah, she. That's Alfrey Woodard, and she's been in a ton of stuff that I like. Uh, Star Trek First Contact? Well, (laughs) Desperate Housewives. Okay. (laughs) I see we're coming at this from different angles. Okay. But you know me. I just like older black ladies. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's that's ageist, sir. (laughs) Well, it could be racist, too, I guess, because I like older black women. You know, I I do. That's so funny. I just love them. (laughs) Sure. Why not? 
But so yeah, so I, did you finish the series? Yeah, I did. I finished yesterday. Okay. I All tried right. to because I remember like the the first time I watched Daredevil, I just tried to like blow it out so fast I didn't really enjoy it. So yeah. now when the Netflix shows come on, I try and watch them over a few days, kind of enjoy them a little bit more. So it does it end well? Oh yeah, it sets up some great things. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So and who? Oh, go on. Is, I always think the Netflix shows are twelve episodes. So then when the thirteenth episode, every time when the thirteenth episode <laughs> starts, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's more. <laughs> there's another one. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Okay, so let's go through this a little bit. Who's your favorite character and why? Well, you know, I thought I knew. And then as you started talking about folks, like, man, they really are kind of outshining Luke Cage. You know, I I really enjoyed Shades. I thought he was really cool. Yeah. I think Misty Knight is excellent. Um, I thought the stuff that Claire was doing, Claire Temple. Yeah is really fleshed out her character a lot more. It's so weird that they're using her to to glue this whole thing together. She's like the most important character so far in oh. the whole Netflix thing. Oh, and there's more coming. There's more coming. I I, I really found myself Mariah, uh, rooting for Mariah in many <laughs> scenes. I just think she was... And like, oh my goodness, when she killed Cottonmouth, <laughs> I was like, oh, I just... I could not believe it. I did not see that coming. Dude, I I was like, oh man, hardcore. But well, who's who's sticking out for you? Um Cottonmouth number 1. He okay. his the actor that plays him and the way he portrays that character is just top notch. Like I think he's my favorite character and then uh second would be Misty Knight. Okay. Because she I love that character. When um, she, <laughs> I don't know what the proper term is, <laughs> tripped the light fantastic with uh, Luke Cage. I was like, no, no, this is Danny Rand's girl. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, no, you guys can't be together. What's going on here? And then from that, like, that's such a defining moment in uh, in her character in this series. Dude, it blew me away. Like, the whole thing is every action that she took had a consequence that has blindsided her. And like that one thing has thrown her off her game the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to that, uh, that chaos in her life is more defining to the audience right now because we're seeing how distraught she is over that instead of us seeing like how put together she is. Like usually if you're going to say, um, if you're going to say, okay, well, this had a major effect on this person's life because you would build a case ahead of time and saying, okay, this is how they are, you know, and you would build a track record and say, um, uh, kind of like the, the whole thing of, um, the first, the first, uh, issues of Spider-Man, he's catching, you know, robbers and villains and stuff. And then all of a sudden, okay, now there's super villains type thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you say, oh, well, he's there because he's trying to do right he's not there existing just to fight supervillains that exist because of him because then he would just you know put the mask away so um not building that case about how she was but then seeing how her world is crumbling around that um that that is super defining 
it helps me it helps me see misty misty knight and what's important to her and especially when she's talking to that shrink and everything like that's kind of uh it's it's talking to the audience and telling it how it fits together um but previously before that you're like oh i guess i do see how she's distraught and she's she's looking at everything and she can't see it for what it is so I didn't understand that she had that track record before, but now because of the negative effects, I do understand it. So I think that's fantastic. When she's she's so flawed, you know. I you're just not expecting that. You're expecting her to be the cop that has it all together, but it's like you said that she constantly keeps making these mistakes when she thinks she knows what's going on, and she just keeps getting blindsided. It's I, it's amazing. I mean. There are a couple things that I would have done differently that I feel like are uh, like just weird choices. Like mm-hmm. when it happens, I'm like, huh, that's that's <laughs> odd. That sticks out to me. Like, why huh. did that happen? <laughs> um, yeah, the like the end of episode three where all of a sudden there's a rocket launcher that shows up. Oh yeah, it's like out of, out of and then like on the screen it's like boop 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 like a video game. I was like, what is this a joke? Is this a dream? What is happening here? <laughs> And then all of a sudden, I was like, "That really happened," and and I, I was, I ended that episode going, "Well, that's weird. Like that seems very uncharacteristic, uh, of of the you know of the of the world that they're setting up here because you have a completely different world here between, um, in New York, the the aliens coming down and them fighting versus you know Hell's Kitchen and Harlem and what's going on on the street level and everything." It's a good melding, but as soon as those things start to cross over more than just dialogue, it's it's really hard to to reconcile that in my mind. I gotcha. Did I mean did that stick out to you like the or were you like all right next thing? Well, I mean I just know that because they have all those weapons from Hammer, it, it made sense to me. You know that they, is, that is a good way to fold it in. That really is. And I I like that that kind of stuff was there with the. You know the the different MCU references. You know they they actually said Iron Man's name. You know and um, uh, that kind of stuff as opposed to just the and you know they did say it a couple times like the guy with the hammer, the green guy, the guy with the shield. But they did say Iron Man's name and they did use Justin Hammer stuff and that kind of thing. It would have been cool for them to do some more stuff with Seagate. You know that's where uh, Trevor, um, who the guy who was the Mandarin, is was captured you know that's what he was i didn't put that That together yeah that would have been kind of cool to fold that in but i'll take it for what it is you know yeah yeah so Uh, as a whole so far where how are you between daredevil one and two jessica jones and and luke cage okay so well let me say one more thing and get your take on it before we, we switch gears here like the whole thing with Diamondback suddenly showing up, like he's pulling all the strings and then he decides to take matters into his own hands. Okay. I felt like I missed something when all of a sudden he shows up and they knew each other and they could be brothers type of thing. Is mm-hmm. it just, just just me or does that come out of left field a little bit? Oh, it definitely does. And I think that's that was... Um... That was probably a low spot for the show in that... Cottonmouth's death was so wow holy cow never saw that coming but then it left the series without its main antagonist right and so then it went with um diamondback 
who wasn't as strong of a character. And maybe we could have had Cottonmouth a little bit longer and Diamondback maybe further into the show. Um, you know, a lot of people have said that the Netflix series are great, but maybe they're too long because oftentimes, like episodes six, seven, and eight, or eight, nine, and ten seem to be a lull in the series. Yeah, I can see that because, you know, it's like, oh, you're going to fight the same dude for 13 episodes and make it interesting. So you get rid of the first guy and then, you know, now you have the second guy who's really the mastermind. I can I can see that as a weakness and how um, you would have to do some very expanding writing there. But, you know, if you don't want to if you want to do a contained story yet, it does have to be all connected. But you could do like a single adventure here and there, kind of a filler episode. But I, that's not what they're going for. Mm-mm. So um, I, I think to put them in order. um I think that number one, the first season of Daredevil is hands down the best. <laughs> that that's what that's what I would say. And then Luke Cage is number two, and then Daredevil season two, and I, I still haven't finished Jessica Jones. Okay. So I can't really speak to that. Um, the first four episodes of Daredevil season two are just fantastic, but they're not artistic. You know, okay. um, I feel like the first two episodes of Luke Cage were very artistic um dude that when when you get that shot of the the portrait of biggie smalls oh yeah with the crown and then him walking and like standing (laughs) right on the mark i i was just like over the moon like this with the framing and the and the and the color palette they were using and everything and uh how how they you're using music Mm -hmm. in this like the whole thing the music is an integral part of the story. I would say it's an integral part of the the the, the tone and the theme and how uh, he's trying out different bands for the club. And I mean, you you have this this Harlem vibe and you have this '70s vibe, and yet it's set in present day. It's it's really meshed really well. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I I guess. Yeah, I agree with the music part. I think, I guess to switch gears a little bit, some of the language was a bit much for me <laughs> sometimes. Really? Just, uh, I'm not a huge fan of the N-word, and I was like, wow, they're saying that a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Hmm. I, I don't mean to sound bad, but I am. I appreciate the fact that they don't shy away from that. Well, but I, I'm going to play the other side, too, though. Sure. I was also happy that, you know, in Daredevil, there weren't any F-bombs. Yeah. You know, Punisher wasn't saying F anything. And and that's, you know, so I wouldn't say that I would appreciate that they didn't shy away from that. I appreciate that they did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a good point. I would say that um, my my appreciation of it comes from uh setting a cultural tone and you know this is just me looking from the outside in because i don't know anything about harlem culture you know i do do you no (laughs) okay (laughs) let's just make that clear but see i think you have to differentiate between uh a racial culture and then a geographical location culture so i would like to assume that in that geographic location they are trying to be true to that because they keep saying, you know, Har- keep Harlem strong, keep Harlem black, Harlem renaissance, all these type of things about staying 
uh, and existing separate from other entities, whether it be other boroughs or other states or other you know, cities altogether. They have their own identity. And I feel like the language and the activity and the culture and the family settings and the types of crime, because they, you know, uh, Aunt, what's her name? Aunt Mabel. Mabel. Mama Mabel. Mama Mabel. She said she stays away from drugs and, you know, like those those type of crimes. She says you got rules and everything. I, I feel like they're building the boundaries and the rules of their world and their culture uh, within the show. And so I feel like that's a specific brick in that wall rather than a generic curse word. Yeah. But I mean that's just that's just how I took it. So I mean I could be totally wrong. I don't know. No, I think you're probably right. I just it's not a word I uh hear every day. I was like, right. oh, 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 whoa, 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 you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hopefully not everyone hears that every day. <laughs> so you I know work from home, so it's kinda weird. <laughs> Yeah, I think that people are very culturally sensitive. I, I was wondering about that, like because that is a because that is a derogatory term for uh, an African American. Do African American actors have a hard time saying those things? You know, I think that's a whole nother show. Oh yeah, definitely. But I mean, <laughs> I'm not even. It's just a an idea to bring up. Like, is that and and Jackie had to ask me about that. She was like why you know where does that come from where does that and and i said i'm not sure but i think it's because you're 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 saying your station in life is 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 lesser than what i think or or where where you think you are you know like looking down on somebody like degrading them to just a different station i think it comes from uh slavery times where you know obviously people were property back then and they said well I'm up here and you're down there, so I'm not even going to call you by your name. We're just going to have a, a generalized name for everybody. And I said, that's, you know, when you devalue a human being, you know, when you want to insult somebody, you devalue them and just throw them into a category and say, you're not an individual. I don't know your name. You're not worth it. So I, I think that that idea definitely comes across in the dialogue and the scripting of how the two sides or the people who want to be tough are talking down to other people. I don't know. I, I think it works for, for what they're trying to do. Okay. <laughs> all, all right. <laughs> no, you, you got some points. I just, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> did you, did, did you say which ones, what the order is you think? Uh, probably daredevil season two. Really? And then, and then probably Jessica Jones. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then probably Daredevil and then Kate. <laughs> uh, hmm. Big surprise there. <laughs> My lowest on the list is obviously your top. <laughs> well, uh, no, no, I... I said Daredevil season two was my top. Right, and I said I couldn't rank uh, Jessica Jones, so yeah. Daredevil season two was my bottom. Yeah, I we just you know I was just really interested in the complexity of Jessica Jones's character. I think sure. And Daredevil season two for me, 
you know, you've got Punisher and Elektra in there. Like, wow, this is this is great. This is like childhood stuff. <laughs> I and forgot Elektra was even in this. <laughs> <laughs> I think part of with Luke Cage is I didn't grow up with Luke Cage. Luke yeah. Cage was, um, you know, he was the guy that was in the new Defenders, like in the like 97, 96, 97. And they had a crossover with the Quicksilver book. That was who I knew as Luke Cage. I didn't get to know him more so until, uh, you know, like that he he started running New Avengers. Like, oh, okay, this guy, and then now who's this Spider Woman person? This Jessica Drew. That kind of I got to figure out who they were, and I I picked up the uh, uh, Luke Cage and Iron Fist Epic Collection. I've been reading through that and getting to like the Luke Cage character. So maybe when I rewatch the whole series with Jennifer it'll have a little bit more meaning for me. Has she been watching? No, I always watch the whole series by myself, and then a couple months later, we watch it together. <laughs> Why is that? Well, because, I mean, I come home you know, from the gym that Friday morning and start to watch, and I, like, I'll get probably six episodes done on a Friday, like five on a Saturday, and then finish up Sunday. And That's your leisurely watching? Oh, yeah. I, Goodness! I that's pretty leisurely. <laughs> Daredevil season one was like nine episodes on Friday. Wake up early, watch as many as you can Saturday morning. <laughs> and it just took all the fun out of it. Yeah. Yeah. But so you, before we wrap up, like unless you have something else, like are you excited for Iron Fist? Oh, I definitely am. Yes. The in in Bendis' run, when I started reading Avengers, obviously it was right after Disassembled, or maybe even during Disassembled. And so to pick up the pieces, um, you know, Luke Cage jumps in right away, and then that's when I started really getting into comics on a regular basis other than Spider-Man, and I started reading Aja and uh, Fractions, uh, Immortal Iron Fist, and that series is just amazing and so if it's anything like that series i am all on board um i think brubaker started on that series as well and uh later finished up but i i just can't wait i mean you're you're bringing in the martial arts so you're gonna have some good fight scenes not just power punches you know um and i think with the mystical stuff i think done right it can it can really carry over the show and kind of tie it all together. Um, I'm really looking forward to the Defenders thing. And I think, like, the different characters so far that we've seen, that their dynamic is going to work so well. Because, really, Daredevil's the one that doesn't fit in between Jessica Jones, Misty Knight, Luke Cage, Iron Fist. You know, like, he's kind of the outcast, the loner of the group. And so I, I really want to see how that all plays out. Yeah, I'm so pumped for Defenders. I'm ready to just watch that now. And they started okay. filming the Punisher series this week. I am super excited about that. Like, I know it's going to be brutal, but the Punisher is one of my favorite characters. I can't help it. I mean, he's he's fantastic. It is great. I just, I can't wait. Because Iron Fist, I'm like, yeah, take or leave it. But Punisher and Defenders, sign me up, baby. I don't know if Iron Fist is going to be as... Um, like get me as excited and i'll be i'll be jazzed for it like i have to watch the next one but um yeah i'm still really i think i would really enjoy it 
Well, I mean, it's Marvel, you know, like, that's that's the thing, you know, they're making a Runaway series and a Damage Control, and they're just doing all kinds of stuff, and they they have not failed me yet, so I'm ready to watch. So you're still watching, you're still watching S.H.I.E.L.D. then? Yeah, S.H.I.E.L.D. has Ghost Rider in it, Robbie Reyes. Yeah, how's that going? I'm enjoying it. I like it. I think I think part of the good thing with that is Robbie Reyes has a handful of appearances, you know? So right. there's only so much that they can deviate away or whatever for people to be upset. Uh, it kind of gives them an opportunity to kind of play in the Marvel sandbox without changing too much because the character hasn't done very much. Right, that's and true. Then we got 15-minute um, preview tickets for Doctor Strange on Monday. So I'm I'm excited to go see some of that. What date does that go out? No, November what? November fourth. Oh, right before the election. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I we we're going to see Switchfoot on November 9th. Uh huh. So we get to celebrate the terrible results of the election. I'm gonna be disappointed no matter what happens. So. Unless I win. Oh yeah, good for you. Yeah, I could do it. Or Stanley. <laughs> Stan leave for president. <laughs> Maybe he'll call in next episode. <laughs> we could only hope. <laughs> All right. This is the M6P. We are uh, sponsored by DCB Service. DCBService.com. Uh, get your discounted pre-orders. 40% off all your Marvel comics. Also sponsored by Community Retail Partnership. If you're looking for great deal on office supplies, go to CRPSavings.com. And for all of your SEO needs, go to MichaelWebSolutions.com. And you can visit our website, theM6p.com. Email us, m6plc at gmail.com. Or you can visit our, what's my other one? Oh, Twitter. I'm sorry, <laughs> Twitter. I know I got three of them. Uh, at theM6p. You can also hit us up on Instagram and YouTube under theM6p. We're on Facebook under theM6p. You can give us a call and leave us a message at 616-755-TINA. And make sure you check out themarvelousbox.com. All right. Well, until next time, we are the M6P. (laughs) 